Labia. Labias. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pill Talk, the daily podcast about sex, dating, and all that's in between. I'm Christy McManigal. And I'm Chelsea Langang. And we're back for season three. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, we're finally here with our season three premiere. And we're going to stick to uh, not necessarily sex or dating, but kind of just sexual organs in general, I guess. Just interesting stuff. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about the labia. Yeah. Your uh, second set of lips. Yeah. That's how some people refer to them. Or I refer to them as my first set of lips. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did get to third base before I got to first base, personally. So I guess you can... uh, are say that? Being, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Wait, he, what? Yeah. Wait, like, what? <laughs> say more words. Yeah, he like, second base happened, and then third base happened, and he went down on me, and then I got my first kiss. Weird. Weird scenario. How does that even work? Like, you don't... Um, I remember we were sitting on a couch watching a hockey movie. Don't ask. And, uh, you know, just Netflix and chill. You like, know, you actually... You know what, like, really gets me going? Fucking hockey. I just like thinking about sticks you know, and pucks and you know, getting I really, fucked. I really love hockey. It's okay, and we're getting a hockey team here soon. I know, it's and be great. back in the days where I used Tinder, yes, I retired from Tinder. News update. I know, Christine's in a relationship. News fucking flash. Sorry. We never thought it'd happen. Oh, stop. Shut the fuck up. Maybe he has a Mac DeMarco fetish. Who knows? Um, he I'm definitely wearing, does. I'm wearing my overalls You're today. your overalls. It, it's yeah, a thing. It's, it's a, a thing. thing. I bought a second pair. Like, it's, it's oh, a thing. Oh, fuck. Mac DeMarco, where are you? Oh, right here. Right in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Netflix and chill. I was sitting on the couch, and um, next thing I know, he's, like, touching my arm. And he's, like, you know, like, starting to, like, feel my breast. I'm just like, oh, interesting. Um, the thing is, I think he didn't know that I hadn't had my first kiss yet. So he kind of just, like, went for it. He like, just went for it. Like, f- zero to 100. Wait, did he know that you were a virgin? And like Yeah, he knew. He had to have known that. We were, like, 14. I don't know, man. I know this one girl that, like, told me she didn't want to, like, be a 15-year-old virgin. I mean, it was a girl that went to our high school. She was like, she, like, when we were in middle school together, we were like in eighth grade, and she was like, you know what just fucking terrifies me? And I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, the fucking idea of being a 15 year old virgin. And I kind of just looked at her, and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even had my first kiss yet. And you're like over here, like, thinking about, like, like having a guy penetrate you. Oh, what the fuck? Oh my God. And then she ended up getting pregnant. I like that face because Christine just realized who I'm talking about. There were a dun, very few, dun, dun. very few individuals that got pregnant from our class, so not hard to figure it out. Yeah, more dad, more men became daddies than women getting pregnant. That's a that's a concept. Dude, there are so many guys from our class that are like now daddies. So many Weird. women from our class that are now Wives. mommies. Wait, and mommies. So uh, back to uh, me and losing my. Uh, Right, uh, you know, that's what we were talking all about. All that virginity, back to that, you know. Yeah, so, like, also, like, I remember him, like, pawing at my pointless area after, like, he moved from, like, the breasts downstairs. And I'm just like, honey, you may have a dick there, but I don't have anything right there. And then, like, I, I had Dude, to tell him, like, hey. That's, like, in the room when it looks like Tommy Wiseau's fucking her belly button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, update, Tommy Wiseau, 
he did some acting recently and he's in the neighborhood's newest music video and i was so freaked out dude you should see uh tommy wiseau's joker audition tape i don't it's, it's fucking hilarious oh my god it's he's gotta be amazing hilarious honestly can we get like a little soundboard in here where like we press buttons and it's like oh hi mark or oh, or like should, oh hi doggy <laughs> should definitely do that lisa you're tearing me apart did you know that they actually don't know where he's from uh yes i do know that it's and also no one knows where his money comes from or how old he is but you know money is not an issue they think that um he's in his late 60s yeah and that he's from poland yeah based on immigration records like immigration records but also like polish people have listened to the way that he talks and like some words and like some syllables that he drops out automatically mm-hmm. when he speaks they're like oh yeah that's what we do too whenever we speak english they're like it makes sense and i'm like Ugh, yeah Tommy, so like fucking weirdo. other people have been able to uh, figure it out for us which is nice but, uh, right, we were talking about stuff. Yeah, we keep you know, it, it's our premiere. Have fun. It's gonna be and a roller coaster, and guys. It's my first time back in like five ever. Yeah, you welcome back, it. Chelsea. We, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, guys, I've I've been going through a rough time, but you know, it's, guess who's back? Back again. Chelsea's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Guess who's back? I'm not doing it anymore. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Who guess who's back? Well, where, where? What? So yeah, it's gonna it's a premiere. It's gonna be a roller coaster. We got a little energy from like spring break and just taking a pause in general. They've got like just vomit out there. It's <laughs> what and anti antidepressants. You know, you it's know. cool. Yep, this hormones everywhere of all kinds, serotonin levels just go, we, <laughs> the rising. <laughs> you know, <laughs> roller coaster. We're all over the place. But yeah. um, yeah, I had to tell him like, hey, move move a little deeper down there, buddy. And he's like, oh, okay. And then oh. like Jack hammers me. I'm like okay thank you sir yeah oh, that's and what then I wanted. <laughs> next thing i know my yoga pants are down I'm like oh boy and then yeah first kiss was down there not up there that's fucking wild dude i just can't even imagine that yeah that was just whew, you know okay. i don't i don't know if that's any better than my first kiss of uh, down there in or the, in general no just in general who like what when uh, eighth grade Ballard High School soccer field. That one guy I dated for like four weeks, mm. who was my first boyfriend ever. He had he's, some crusty lips. Oh, I remember one. He does need to moisturize and like he just needs to moisturize everything. He's um, kind of ashy, so like you, yeah, yeah. Um, relatable though. I'm just gonna like tell a little story though. I oh yeah, go ahead. He was like the first person I ever got like nudes from, and it was nudes what? I never wanted. It was nudes I were never they really wa- bad dick pics, dude. They were ball pics. I got <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Wait. Sorry. N- balls are just so weird they're not attractive and they were fucking hairy and i'm like i was fucking terrified i was like what the hell was that (laughs) oh my god i was so freaked out oh my god and i was i I remember uh all i sent back was lol nice (laughs) because and then he was like you want to send some back and i was like no no thank you (laughs) oh my god man i remember the first time i sent anything like nudes wise like i was panicking i was like dun 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 like my heart was beating so hard i'm like oh my god i'm sending nudes out there i kind of regret it to be honest like like oh, some of them i'm like too. some of them i'm like oh yeah like empowering like i feel good i look some good fucking weird and then you know you break up with your boyfriend and then you like talk to him a year later like i do because you reconcile and then he's like hey you want your nudes back i'm like what you still have them why do you still have my nudes he went he went through two more girlfriends after us and he's like yeah i still got your nudes on my phone i'm like "Uh uh-huh wait apparently this is a trend so like yeah and i feel like that like goes 
uh, it's like serial killers with like their trophy polaroids uh yeah Uh i feel like it also goes in really really well with what we're talking about today because i remember when i first sent mine uh the first and only nude i have ever taken of like my little lady down there oh i was fucking terrified and i took so many of them just because i was it looks it looks weird like it looks so weird compared to like how in what my mind what i think it's supposed to look like Mm -hmm. i was super self-conscious i think i like took like 50 photos and like i was in like all of these weird angles because i was like what is attractive oh okay so what did what did you do because i've done i've sent a couple down there of my little lady i gotta be like lying down like lighting's gotta be right like it's Dude. like a selfie. Your lighting okay. has to be like I, I did good lighting for mine. See, I wish I would have just taken a mirror pick. I oh, wish not, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so smart, but like you know, I didn't want to like spend the time to clean my own mirror in mm. my room, mm-hmm. so then there wouldn't be like those little dust little speckles. Yeah. yeah. Except if I would have done that, that would have been faster. But like this is also like sophomore year Chelsea of high school we're, when we're in high school we don't really think things not through. thinking things through at all so like what i did was i was actually in the bathroom and i like laid down on the bathroom floor propped my head up <laughs> because like he had a specific request that he also wanted to be able to see my face oh that's so hard you got your double I, ch- you got the double I, chin going your dude, stomach's at a weird angle and then you, you got your cooter there <laughs> like things aren't those three things do not align. <laughs> then, you're, then you're lying down, so your breasts kind of, like, splay out. They spill to the side, and your nipples are pointing in different directions. And then it's like, no, they don't look like this normally, okay? I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, I didn't have that problem sophomore year of high school because that was before I ever had, like, boobs. Oh, I nice. was, like, a solid A cup. Mm. I miss those days. Dude, oh, my God, though. Like, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my whole life on top of it i was kind of just like looking down and like you know that meme of uh like the point of view shot of like what she sees what he sees i know exactly oh my what you're talking God. About. i hope everyone gets like that vivid image in their head of that meme right now that's how i felt yeah just like looking yeah. at myself and i was just like oh my god like i'm what the fuck am i looking at like did i just make a little bit of softcore porn like with myself what the fuck and it was just weird. And then I could, like, zoom in and see all the, like, different places within my little lady, within my cooter, mm-hmm. that I, like, didn't sh- get, sh- like, shaved properly. And I'm like, oh, oh f- fuck. Well, what was his reaction to it then? He was like, oh, my God, that's so fucking hot. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what the fuck you mean that's so fucking hot? Also, on top of it, I was just self-conscious because, like... You know, because it's, like, where the sun don't shine. It's a little bit darker down. It's a down. little bit darker down there. And by that time in my life, I hadn't realized that that was a natural thing. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, why aren't I, like, white down there, too? <laughs> what? So, yeah. I remember I've sent more than a handful of cooter pics. Um, my first long-term relationship, he's an athlete. We've been over this. So, he would travel. You sext when you travel because, like, it's technically long distance, 10 weeks at a time that's how i compensated so like i sent a lot of nudes i got a lot of nudes i loved getting nudes getting nudes makes you feel good especially once from your boyfriend and he looks damn good and he has an eight pack and you're like i'm fucking that good for me i would send a couple once in a while and like things are fine i, I was always like shaved i always make sure i was shaved and like a little bit wet i want to be honest like that's how i did it but i remember once i was on vacation and i didn't have a razor on me i was in hawaii i forgot to pack one and so i let my hair grow out and then he's like, he insists on like, I want like, he's like, I want like a pic down there. I'm just like, I'm not shaved. You're going to have to deal with that like tropical jungle down there. And he's like, it's totally cool. Then I'm like, okay, sure. This is going to end badly. And I knew it was going to end badly. And so I sent one. He's like, oh, never mind. 
I'm just like, oh, damn. I'm okay. sorry, he said, oh, never mind? Yeah, after he opened it. Because, like, I remember he usually screenshotted my my pics, and then this one again screenshot. I'm like, I knew it. And then he's like, yeah, never mind. You were right. <gasps> just like, I fucking told you. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I felt like shit the rest of the day. Because, like, yeah, like, sure, like, things look different down there. Like, see, balls and a penis are so simple. If you think about it, they're really simple compared to women. Women are really complex. We have a lot of different pieces down there. And just, wow. Yeah. I just, that's the rudest thing. Hey, honey, if you're listening to this right now, I swear to God, if I ever send you anything and you do that to me, I will fight you. <laughs> are you oh, are, my oh, God. oh, Chelsea's sending a little message to uh, her uh, boo. Oh, my God. Also, at your boo, too. That's fucking. He him. loves it. He loves mine. Shaved or not shaved? Oh, I'm I'm not shaved right now. He still goes down to me. Good God, God bless his heart. Yeah, my new boo, he's chill. I like it. And um, he has a really nice way of putting it. He categorizes the different kinds of pussies out there. He has three categories. Oh, that's right. He said this in the car the other day. Yeah, so my boo's three categories are basically, I hate the first one. I don't think it's the right way to say it. He's, he calls it roast beef. Um, no, that is totally the right way to say it. So either you have a roast beef, so you have slightly larger lips that kind of hang out a little bit. Really natural, really common in women. Um, the next one he put is the macaron, which is basically like the French pastry. So you have like a puffiness and like a little bit on the edges. So like you just have a little bit going on there. And the last one he says is Homer Simpson's lips. <laughs> Where they just like flare out just a little bit. Huh? Like no, no, no. It's just like, it's like that. It's like the stereotypically perfect pussy that you see in porn. It's like everything's like puffy and like smooth and you don't see any of the labia. Menorah. Mm, mm, mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Homer Simpson's mouth turned sideways. Like you don't see anything. You see the outer like lips basically. Mm. So speaking of lips, you know, not everyone understands their cooter. <laughs> there are a couple, there are a couple parts to it. So like when I- when, A couple? Yeah. So like the thing is like, this is like a pet peeve of mine. And someone's like, oh my God, my vagina, like all that. Vagina is not the word for all of that. That's the word for your vaginal canal. Mm-hmm. And I've stressed this before. The vagina is one thing, not all of that. All of that is your vulva. It's a terrible word, but... I actually really like that word. Vulva? Vulva. It's, it's satisfying to say. I feel like I'm talking about Pokemon, but like... <laughs> that ain't a Pokemon to catch, all right? What do you mean? Yes, it is. You're not going to stick it in a goddamn Pokeball. Hey, I, there's a few people from our high school that definitely had the concept in their mind of uh, gotta catch them all. AKA Graham, thanks for the syphilis. Oh my. Chlamydia. Okay, you, I was going to say, you just implied that you got that. Oh, you that, literally just implied that. Yeah. No, okay. No, no. He's like, Christ, the, Christina's clean. I didn't even fuck him. He, oh, I knew he that. asked me to. He's I like, know, he asked me to, too. He threw a desk at me when I said no. He threw a desk at you? What the fuck you mean he threw a desk at you? He came in, it was like during a math final. He, he stumbled in and he, this character is hilarious yeah he came in he was like totally hungover. he was still a little bit drunk for his math final and he's like i heard you and uh blah aren't together right now you not, you and i should do something i'm just like no and he's like what do you mean no i'm like no like i don't i'm not interested i don't, I don't want to fuck you behind a bleacher and he was like what do you mean and like he grabbed his like his like those like pickup desk like all in one desk like the desk and the chair and like tossed it at me i'm just like what the fuck that guy's a fucking dick. He wears pigtails now. He grabbed his hair. Did I ever tell you when he kissed me? Ew. And I was like, get away from me right now. And then, yeah, and also, like, me and Chelsea, we had, we had like, a third musketeer for a long time. She's out of the picture. She fucked Grant Barton in a driveway. I love that. 
Yeah, didn't they get caught? Yeah, the owner of the house came out like, what the fuck? Because, like, they were doing it in the back seat with the doors open and, like, Grant Barnes' goddamn legs hanging out. Why would you just do it in a random person's driveway? I don't know. That's so fucking rude. Yeah. But also, the person that we're talking about is very inconsiderate to other people's feelings. That is true. That is both, very on true. Both, on both parties. Mm. So, yeah. Hooters. We were talking about, yeah, the generalization of the word vagina. So, like, you have your vaginal canal, and then there's also other parts. So, you have the outer lips, which are the labia majora, and they're... Oh, that's what... I, okay. That's what I meant when I said, like, flaring out a little bit. Have oh, you ever yeah. seen that? Like, where they just, like, kind of, like, go whoop? Yep. Just a little bit? Yeah. yeah. So, those ones are kind of... So, like, yeah, the labia majora is, like, the puffier lips. Like, they're the, they're the stereotypical lips, like, on the outside that you see. Porn's awful, but, like, it's usually what you see more of. Mm-hmm. Because the the women in porn have, like, usually no labia minora, if any. Like... How do they keep that? They don't keep, wait. Keep. I mean, how do they keep that going? Where, it, like, it just doesn't show? Just no, it's, they select women. The stereotypical women that you see just don't have that much in general. Interesting. Yeah, because okay. I am one of those women. Like, I am the Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. And so I can't, like, I can't only see my, if I completely spread apart and you can kind of see them. Interesting. Yeah. So then, technically, inside the labia menorah, sometimes they are completely hidden sometimes they stick out so like that's totally normal you have larger lips they kind of they hang out it's that happens sometimes Mm. you see it more common in like homemade porn videos like there's more of a general population rather than like the high high production ones but isn't there there's also a subsection though where like you literally can see like oh yeah like there's like a roast beef subsection oh yeah like reddit that's that's a thing like some men are into it and like good for them I remember once um, our high school had a a confessions page. Oh, we had it was a BHS secrets. Yeah, BHS secrets. I think there was also a BHS confessions. Yeah, and one of them was talking about this girl. All it said was blank has roast beef in her pants. Oh God, that poor girl. <laughs> that poor girl. But yeah, so like surprisingly, like the area can get engorged with blood, kind of like your clitoris does when like, you get aroused. So like the area can get swollen and things like that. Mm-hmm really common for it to be darker than the rest of your skin like how your nipples are darker or a different color than your skin tone. or like your inner thighs like right there yeah, yeah the very top like it's just like there's just more melanin there totally totally normal you see so much bleaching in the industry and like some women i guess some women are kind of pale down there like if you are like that's that's good for you that's natural good for you you already fit society you f- standard exactly and then a lot of people are just bleached have you ever considered bleaching yourself Oh, I really wanted to at, like, the beginning of high school because yeah. I was, like, super self-conscious about it. And but are you, I, like, you're probably comfortable now. Oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck now. It's, like, like you know how, like, do men bleach their penis? I should actually know this. I don't know. Because you watch porn. I wa- We've watched a lot of porn. Some men, their penis is the exact same color as the rest of their body. Like, the only thing that's kind of different is, like, the tip, the head. Like, it's, like, really, really pink. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of men are just, like, actually, you know, now, now I think about it, my second long-term boyfriend, one color. Now that I think about even, it. Even balls, too? The balls, like, maybe, like, a slight shade different. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. He was also really blonde as well, so, like, like that might contribute to oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's what happens when you're a skinhead. Um. And then, like, the guy I'm dating now, he's not technically, he's not necessarily Western European. He's, like, half Italian or, like, a quarter Italian. His dick's just a little bit darker, and his balls are darker than the rest of his body. Like, that's normal. Yeah. If it's fine for men, it should be fine for women. It's okay. Well, I know. I know. I completely agree with you, but it's like one of those things that it just goes along with society I, standards I of know. so many other things about women compared to men. About like, like there's female circumcision, which is a total thing. You know, th- that's a really big argument. Some women say female circumcision is a feminist move. Some say it's not a feminist move. It's a really weird argument to make because 
so with female circumcision there's the so basically it's more common in certain tribes and indigenous mm-hmm. worlds it's indigenous worlds in third, third world country you can if you do it incorrectly you can lose a lot of sensation a lot of it is done incorrectly and they lose a lot of sensation because it's done in, in third world populations it's not as third world populations it is in very rural areas where there isn't high technology or high medical standards you can have like hospitals in third world countries like that's pretty common but this is done in really really old communities and the idea is that female circumcision you make yourself look more appealing so you can bring in suitors and so the argument that can be made is that if you don't do this you're not taking care of yourself you're not giving yourself the opportunity to be married and to basically survive and so the the feminist argument is that it's a self-decision and you should let them have the autonomy to do it which i can understand but it's still for me being born in a western society it's hard for me to understand the concept of doing that as like self-mutilation essentially can, can you even consider that a feminist a fen- feminist movement just because of the fact that i feel like in a lot of those tribes and in a lot of those places it's not necessarily something that's their decision i feel like it's something that's they're forced yeah decision. they're forced to do that like i understand i completely respect if you're like oh i want to like do that for myself if men can have circumcisions then so can i like i get that aspect mm-hmm. of it but it's just it, like it's it's not that if you're forced to do it in order to conform with the idea that the, you, yeah like the stereotypical idea and the idea that you and like like the idea is that you have to do it in order to be married to have the man provide for you there's that whole aspect yeah and that's it, not that doesn't go along with feminism whatsoever yeah so it's it's a really messy argument with feminist movements but the, yeah so so circumcision it's a common thing in the United States it's called something else actually. So it's called a labioplasty. Oh, yeah. That's what we call it here. There are two reasons to do it. So one of them is is that you have excess skin, essentially, mm-hmm. and tissue, and that there are some conditions where it is painful to have sex and, dis- and uncomfortable to wear underwear because it gets caught into clothing, it gets rubbed and chafed and things like that. If you are uncomfortable, then you should, then doctors do recommend it. You and, should do something about it, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of women say that they're really happy with the results. Because, like, it is done for a medical reason. I kind of associate this with breasts. Like, Interesting. You, yeah, so, like, because when you have really large breasts, if you have a breast reduction, it's because you have back issues and you're in pain. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what I fucking hate? I've, I've heard this argument a lot of t- Well, I've heard, like, this a lot of times where uh, women who have smaller breasts, like, such as myself, mm-hmm. um, like, complain about the people who have naturally larger breasts about they, getting those surgeries and they're like wow you're just like giving up such a great opportunity like why would you do that to yourself well, i freaking hate that usually the women who do this do this because of health reasons i know i know but then like women sometimes like view it as like oh why would you do that to yourself why would you reduce something that's so appetizing to uh, to men you know this is a great example like in my editorial staff at the daily there are a couple larger breasted women and i'm like you know i'd love to have that figure Mm-hmm. And then we talk about it, and they're like, I have some severe back problems, and when I'm older, I am getting a reduction surgery because it's really hard for me to find proper-fitting clothes, and it's really hard for me to live a comfortable lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's liter- like people literally do that to improve their quality of life. Yeah, and so for this case, like labiaplasties, if it improves your quality of life, then like, absolutely. A lot of women do it because they feel pressured into it, and also for like all kinds of reasons, marital reasons, um, just, you know, I guess feeling better about yourself. Mm-hmm. So this general goes with the um, plastic surgery category. 
Yeah, like a cos like a cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Did you know that technically getting braces is technically cosmetic. I know a lot like, of a lot fucked. of insurances don't cover it, which is which amazing. Is fucked in my mind, just because, because like, straight teeth is actually a health thing. Yeah, you know, percentage of people that actually get labiaplasties for health reasons. You know, there's been articles with interviews done with interviews with plastic surgeons who've performed these. It's not as common as like nose jobs, breast implants. It's a newer thing. Mm-hmm. And so these, a lot of these plastic surgeons that journalists have interviewed have performed a couple thousand. Wow. Yeah, a couple thousand, which is, you know, it's it's a newer it's a newer trend. Mm-hmm. It's pretty recent, and that um, also just like gynecologists that have been practicing for like thirty years have said that they've only done labiaplasties for health reasons only a handful of times. Can you imagine mm-hmm. just being a surgeon for thirty years? And it's only a handful. Yeah. So th- so like, this <laughs> is what surgery makes you the most nervous that you're gonna do. <laughs> Oh, the one that you've done a handful of times. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah, well, that's for medical reasons. Yeah. Which means that implies that he's done more for cosmetic reasons. Mm -hmm. And a lot of interviews and quotes, they just say, like, yes, like, we almost always do this for purely cosmetic reasons. That's amazing. And a lot of doctors really urge against this because... There are side effects to surgeries. There are downsides. A lot of people who have surgeries around, the, like just normal surgeries, scar sites or like activity sites, surgery sites, things like that, usually lose sensation. Scarring really makes sucks. scarring leads to a loss in sensation. Some plastic surgeries, some plastic surgeons are really good at making sure you have no scars at all. Some people are are specialists at that, especially doing when you do surgery on the face because the faces are really important. Some people are really good at hiding scars or making sure there's no scarring. It's a little bit harder to control in other areas. And, you know, if you have scarring, you can lose sensation. You can lose sensation down there. The outer lips are kind of important for, like, stimulation, foreplay. Like, I don't know, like, light touches, great. You know who I feel like would be really good at doing the surgery? Hmm. McSteamy. Oh, God. If only he was alive. Oh, my God. And actually real. I know. Mm. If you don't understand, we're making a Grey's Anatomy reference to a hot plastic surgeon. Yeah, like the best plastic surgeon ever. Yeah, like his specialty was no scars. Like that was a thing. Yeah, that's why I like even started thinking about it Mm because you were like no scars. And I'm like, wow, McSteamy could do it. McSteamy and McDreamy, damn dream team. Yep. And then Addison Montgomery just came in and just. You know, she's a misunderstood character. She is amazing, though. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the spinoff show that she's on? Um, I never finished it, but I definitely did. It's so fucking good. Yeah, and she's got like hot sex with all different kinds of people. Also, she has just such a beautiful face. Her face is amazing and she's also has a rougher character she's the mom of hannah in 13 reasons why oh my god i always forgot about that Do yeah. you know it's been like a year since they released that i watched this video today of them talking about like what they're going to be doing for season i know two, about a- like the about actually going to be saying like trigger warnings before each episode yep. because a bunch of people like complained a lot about that just because of that show is super controversial of for like the images that it depicts yeah but at the same time, I was reading this article about how a lot of people, like, came out and said, like, the show, like, helped them a lot. That's really good. It's, like, a lot of... It's it's a balance. Because some people are like, it helps me a lot. Other people are like, oh, it's, glor- it's glorifying suicide. Like suicide. It's a really... It's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to talk about. Also, but it's just, like, to me, that's Im- what, like, is impressive that they even were able to do was even do this in the first place. Just because I feel like there's never been a show really like that mm-hmm. where they show something like that graphic even though it was very triggering for me Mm -hmm. but i can understand how it could help people just like to have something like to relate to apparently they had therapy dogs on set so after each bout or like take they would go like especially the more concerning scenes 
they would go, they would sit with the therapist, they would sit with therapy dogs, they would take a lot of time to themselves and process before moving on, which is... That's really smart. Yeah. That's really healthy. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are interested in season two, it's going to be focusing on another, the other rape victim. I forgot her name. I do not know the, I don't know the series as well as Chelsea. She's an African-American character. I can't remember her name either. Yeah. So, so Hannah in the, in the series was raped. Um, The season two should be focusing on the other rape victim and her journey as she copes things like that the narrator will no longer be hannah it will be somebody else it mm-hmm. is undisclosed who it'll be so they also haven't had a release date yet on um yeah when season two is um, gonna air it's exactly the author jay asher he wrote the series or he wrote the book 13 reasons why he was a major part of the first series he will not first season he will not be a part of the second season it's a creative decision but he's also in some hot water because he had a sexual assault charge against him wow he denies it completely he's like no i would not you know this is not my like like he flat out denied it we'll see what happens yeah, yeah. i know that like selena gomez is still like um a producer on the mm-hmm. show yep i think it like it makes sense though that he wouldn't be a part of it just because you know it was only season two one is a stretch yeah so he season two he did not write a set a sequel yeah it was only just the one book and it just ended right mm-hmm. there what you all know yeah yeah, I remember reading that book in, like, seventh grade, and I was like, wow, this is a lot. I know. We read it when we were, like, in middle school. I know, school. and it was, like, one of those most recommended books at my library, too, and I'm like... And it's about suicide. Usually, like, I mean, it's we're in Seattle, but, like, other other places, this book is banned. Yeah. Because it is very graphic. You talk about rape. You talk about, talk about suicide. You talk about bullying. It, the su- it's very, very intense. Granted, like, at my middle school, they also recommended books like Crank and, like... Oh, Crank is wild. I know, like Crank Shattered. And it's like, a whole series. It's like the whole fucking series was just so wild, but also like so good for me to read in middle school because it was just super like relatable content. And I'm like, yeah, it's about drugs, ah, issues, things like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was wild. Mm-hmm. We've gone off on another oh my major fucking tangent. god, yeah. Oh, it's it's fine because guess what? We wrapped up. We actually end up wrapping up our labia segment. Yeah, so like just basically like a quick overview. You know, everyone's labia is really different. It's okay to be, it's okay to not fit this so-called like standard on porn. We understand that, you know, what we see on magazines and pornography is a societal image and that you may not necessarily fit into it. And that's okay because everyone's a little bit unique. That is totally normal. It's totally normal to have darker labia in general. You know, these are really natural things, but like just love yourself basically like go ahead like grab a mirror like you know sometimes when people first learn to put on tampons they grab a mirror and check it out i really encourage you to do that just look at it get used to it it's your body explore your body i remember doing that you know in like freshman or sophomore year in high school just like because like you know it's like just like what is down there what does what do like what do my what does it look like yeah and kind of like you you get to know it it's really interesting so honestly and treat her right play with her I mean, yeah, get, masturbate. Get to, like, literally get to know yourself because mm-hmm. I, like, we've talked about this so many times and, like, I think Christine and I swear by this, is if you have, if you have a relationship, like, with yourself, mm-hmm. it will immensely improve your sex oh, life. Oh, definitely, yeah. So much. It's, yeah, it's okay. Like, it's, like, it's, it's helpful to know, like, what you need and things like that, what you're comfortable with. That goes and, for yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm, definitely. And, like, you know, it helps when you're in the bedroom because, like, if you know, like, what, what your lady likes, then... You can, like, pass... What you your can, penis likes. What, or your penis. You can relay the information. Like, I don't mind telling my guy, like, hey, move your head a little bit down down to the left. Mm-hmm. And he's like, got it. It's good to know yourself. I know. Know yourself. Know yourself. Have good sex, you know. Live your life. Love yourself. 
It'll yeah. be amazing. So yeah, that wraps up our season three premiere. We talked about labia and all that. So we're going to move on to another sexual topic for next week. We'll get to dating. It'll happen. Eventually. It'll happen. Maybe we'll come out with like another dating episode. Who knows? We'll get there. But next week, sexual topics, we're talking about squirting. Woo! Some, some get pe- your candelopes ready. Oh my God. Some people don't think it's a thing. Some people do. We'll let you know. So that's next week's topic. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, you want to, you know, me and Daisy, if you want to sponsor us, all that, just, you know, email us at podcast at dailyheatup.com. And, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We're there. Cool, cool. Yep. Yep. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Science, technology, engineering, and math. My name is Prapanit Dua, and I host a podcast called Women in STEM, where I sit down and talk with men and women in different STEM fields about where their careers have taken them, and I also discuss important issues surrounding women in these fields. Join me every other Tuesday on the Soundbite Network from the University of Washington. For more like this and other great shows covering sports, science, relationships, and the arts, visit the Soundbites website, uwpodcast.com. That's uwpodcast.com.